Hi everyone, um, my name is Miss Yowete. Um, this is the Money Matters podcast, and um, I started a, a, a series on um, COVID money matters, um, and I did a session for small business owners what to do, and um, we looked at you know the, what the government has put in place for them and whether that would be beneficial for them or not what things to consider and the options available for them so in this episode i'm looking at um employees that have been followed and looking at what they can what they can do so um because of covid um and obviously a lot of businesses are on lockdown i think the first trigger was when virgin um, announced that they were going to put about fifty-six thousand of their staff on on paid leave for two months um and um and then soon after that a few other airlines decided they were going to do the same and then a few other businesses you know decided to do the same and I think a few other businesses actually um, went into administration and the the government responded I think within a week they responded by saying look rather than laying off staff um, what we can do is we would help you know to pay the staff costs and I mean when I think about it it's I think it's wisdom again it reminds me of um the 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 um vineyard holder who went out um at the beginning of the day you know got some laborers to work on his vineyard went out you know three hours later got some more people you know and he kept doing that and then at the at the end of the day i think the last hour he went out and he got um some people to come you know to come into the vineyard and work for them and they only worked one hour and they got paid the same wage as the people who had worked all day so i mean like i said it's it's very interesting to see how this um biblical principles you know example of you know things that in the bible how it plays out in real life so when i saw that i'm like oh this is interesting so you get people being paid for doing nothing i tell you that's amazing um i mean for those for those people the the only problem for them though is is the job security so um if their employer is following them um, it means that their job might be at risk because the reason why the employer is following them in the first instance is there's no work for them to do, obviously, because they're on lockdown. Um, after lockdown, they might be able to go back into work, and I pray that will be the case. But the reality is that there will be a few of them that the government will, I mean, sorry, the, the employers will say, you know what, even though the government paid us to retain you for this past two, three months, unfortunately, we still don't have any work for you. So, the question is what do you do so you're being given this money to stay home and you know to continue to be on your employer's payroll 
but you have that uncertainty you know hanging over your head the situation is is quite tricky because you really can't be looking for another job at this time although i would say look for work i mean who knows go on 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 job search websites you know dust up your cv um and yeah see whether there's anything out there for you to do but definitely don't just think oh i've got free three weeks holiday or three months holiday yes you might do but again look past um um um, the lockdown and so the one of the things the government says that you can do so you can't work for your employer you're not able to you know do any work or service that would generate revenue for your employer obviously the government is paying that um but you can do training. Your employer can arrange training for you. Now, if your employer is arranging your training, that is a good sign. That means that they're looking to take you back. And that's not to say if your employer is not arranging training for you, they're not going to take you back. I'm just saying that that's an indicator that, look, your employer is keeping you busy because they're considering the you know, possibility of taking you back. Of course, they can again offer you training and at the end of the day not take you back but let's just see that as a positive sign um but if your employer is not offering you training um what then should you do well again there are lots of training out there there's a lot of training you know a lot of online classes so the webinars the seminars the the training everything's gone online and because everything's gone online so the people who were in the online space already you know what they're doing is they're slashing the cost of their courses why because the people who were not online before have now come online so there's a lot of competition and also um there are also a lot of free courses out there you know um the quality of it might vary so you might be lucky get good quality a good quality course for free you know or you can still pay for a bad a bad course um before you take on any courses my suggestion would be read the review so go on to google type in the name of the provi- the course provider see what reviews are out there and even type out the name of the course and see what reviews are out there Um, But before you you pay for any course, I would suggest that you do all the available free courses. So you're going to be doing the same course, but with maybe three, four, five different providers. Of course, you have the time, you know, do those courses and see what you can get out of them. Because some of those courses are quite good. They're very, very good. They have all the information that you need. It's just that the provider is not well known, you know and maybe it's a market that they're trying to break into so it's a business they're looking to do post covid and so they're trying to create an online presence so they're giving out a a lot of the good stuff so they can get a lot of reviews so when they post covid when they then you know put a value on those courses you know um people know that they're getting value for money so some of the free courses are actually quite good 
um yes so i would would suggest you look to doing the free courses first now once you've done the free courses if you feel you need more knowledge you know you've not got good value out of the free courses then you can look to getting um pay for courses you know but before you sign up for any don't just sign up for the course because it's the cheapest or because it's a well-known person look at the reviews you know um go on the facebook groups read the comments you know they're making about that particular provider you know um find out if they have money back so just because it's a digital digital or online course doesn't mean you can't get your money back so if, if 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 they're not giving you what you want a lot of the good ones would give you um, a 30-day money-back guarantee they'll say to you look if you do the course and you feel it's not for you or you feel you haven't benefited from it what you wanted then would we'll give you your money back as long as you can demonstrate that you've done everything we've told you to do within the course and we'll give you money back within 30 days some do 60 days i don't know so look for the ones that offer money-back guarantee um you know before you sign up for the courses so that's something you can do if you're being followed the other thing as well with the following is like you're obviously you're getting 80 percent of your income okay so the government's giving you 80 percent. i mean your employer might be generous and top up with the remaining 20 percent. but if they don't that means you've got a 20 percent pay cut um agreeably you're not paying your transport costs so depending on how far away your place of work is to your home that could account for the 20 percent but if you're five ten minutes away from your place of work and you've got a 20 percent pay cut then something has to give so it's either your expenses need to come down 20 percent or you need to look for an additional 20 percent income now the beauty about following is you cannot work for your employer but guess what you can go work for someone else you can actually go and work for someone else unfortunately i don't think the government thought this true when they were giving out the money i'm sure if they did they would have put a caveat that you cannot work for anybody but they didn't they just said you cannot work for your employer because for them what they didn't want was they didn't want the employer collecting the money from them and then getting the staff to continue to work for them so they technically did not want to pay people they didn't want the businesses to benefit but that doesn't mean you as an individual cannot benefit so you can go do another job i understand i mean obviously it depends on you you know i know delivery is quite popular at the moment if you have your own vehicle um the delivery is, is quite important because everything's gone online so whatever you order right now 90 percent of the time is going to be delivered to you you know so there's a lot of delivery jobs out there you could apply for those um there are a lot of online businesses as well so businesses you can do online from your computer you know online businesses so drop shipping is one of those businesses there's the amazon business as well um you could look into doing that um you can you can look to you know making money 
within you know from your home so for example one of the things that you could do is you could you could go through your home and go through your 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 things you know so you could have things like maybe you have two blenders or two um i don't know two um I'm trying to think of things that women have that they tend to have more than one. Maybe your hair straightener, for example, you bought one, you didn't like it, or maybe birthday present they gave you. You ended up having two of the same thing, you know. So you can go, you can go to your home, go to your clothes, go to your store, and you're gonna find stuff that you don't need, you know, stuff that you kept because you thought would be useful for somebody. things that you wanted to throw away but it wasn't convenient at that time you know well you can you can do a business you can you can you can you know all you have to do is you have a good phone with a good camera take a picture go on ebay put it on there go on gumtree put it on there you know and you can make money so that could help you for the 20 percent um pay cut that could cover that you know um, there's also the 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 um, car rental business as well. So obviously your vehicle is parked on your drive or maybe in your garage or, or off street. It's doing nothing. You can you can register your vehicle on one of these um, car hire platforms, and you know anybody can come hire your car for a small fee, maybe for the day, you know. And you're making 20, 30 pounds a day if you're lucky, depending on where you live, you know. So your car's there, you can, you can for once bring in some money for you. you know? and, and there are quite a few options out there, you know, you, you can think about what you want to do. So maybe you need to learn a new skill. Maybe you, you always wanted to learn how to sew, you know, it's an opportunity for you to do that. Or maybe you want to go into project management or business analysts or you know learning how to build a website or coding or even share trading so you can do any one of those things you've got the time you can learn any one of those things and start that business now so that at the end of your in quote holiday paid holiday if you don't have a job you have already established an additional source of income so that's what you could do at this time the other side to that is obviously your expenses so usually what, what I find is that when as long as you're having some money we're very very hopeful you know things will get better but it's a time for you to review your expenses so a lot of people would review their expenses in January so they go onto their the bank statements you know and they look up all the direct debits and standing orders that they're paying if they do you know and they review all their expenses and that's it until next year but now that you're being followed your income's dropped by 20 percent. you need to look at what expenses you can cut so you might be one of the lucky ones who has a surplus and you have a surplus of more than 20 percent. so you have that buffer already but rather than relying on that buffer why not cut down your expenses you know by that 20 percent, so that you still continue to have that buffer so obviously the biggest expense is your mortgage or your rent okay 
So again, um, it might be difficult to cut your mortgage. You, you understand. But if you're on a variable rate, it might be a good time to fix. Why? Because interest rates has dropped. The interest rate has dropped dramatically. And so it might be a good time, you know, for you to call up your mortgage lender. If you're on a variable rate, look at what fixed rates they have available and try and fix that for a while. You know, maybe two years, five years, I don't know. And I think some of them have good rates at the moment and they're waiving the arrangement fee, which is usually about 999 or 1999. Some of them are waiving it. Um, and they might have a free valuation, free um, legal um, remortgage. So you, you might want to consider that because chances are, if you're on a variable rate, you, you, your, the fixed rate is going to be a lot less than the variable rate. Again, I'm not a financial advisor, but speak to your lender, see what they can offer you. They can get you a better rate than what you're on. That's a very good way of saving money. Um, the next biggest biggest expense is food. So with the food, again, obviously staying at home means you're spending more because usually what would happen is most people would pack their leftover dinner and take that to work for lunch, you know, and sometimes, you know, they have friends, families that offer them lunch. Sometimes they just keep lunch because, you know, it's been a very hectic day. But now you're home, the food's staring you in the face, you have to eat it. So again, you have to look at your, your food bill and try and figure out how to reduce your food bill. The downside to that is that the, the, the supermarkets are not offering the buy one, get one free offers. There are not so many of those around anymore. So everyone's paying full prices for, you know, for the stock. Obviously, because of COVID, there's a limit to you know the stock that they have so they're trying to take advantage of the environment so you're not going to get free food you know or you know discount or money off offers anymore so it means that you need to be careful with your food bill so what i would suggest in, in that case is you plan your meals plan your meals very very carefully if you have the opportunity to cook and freeze do that because when you cook and freeze you're saving on your energy bills as well the cost of the gas electricity that you're using to cook the meal so you can cook bulk and freeze so you can save on you know food and try as much as possible not to waste so whereas before if you don't like it your kids don't like it you throw it away you know try as much as possible not to do that you know recycle your food so um rather than throw away veggie maybe you keep it and then you can make it into a soup you know a casserole you can add it to you know mix two meals together you know and make a meal out of it so get creative with your cooking you know go online look for different recipes you know and just do something a bit different you know and then rather than buying the cakes and the biscuits and the snacks try making some at home it works out cheaper it's a lot tastier you know it's better it's fresh and it definitely works out cheaper than you buying you know the packet of biscuits and cakes and cookies from from the shops so and then you've got your utility bills again a lot of the utility provider probably are not offering much but you know ask and you shall receive 
call them up you know say to them look um, I've got a decreased income and um, my I need to reduce my bills so again I know energy providers have different rates so if you're not on a fixed rate they might be able to get you a good offer on your bills you know they might be able to cut down some some of your expenses some of your usage take your meter reading maybe you've not done your meter reading for a very long while it could work for you it could work against you if you haven't done it over a long period you could end up paying more than you anticipated on the other hand you could be entitled to a refund you know make sure that you know you're switching off lights that you're not using you're switching off sockets that are not being in use and all of that if if Thames Water offers some money saving devices on their website go there get them to send you out those money saving devices so you can save on your water users and stuff like that you know um and then obviously i don't think a lot of people are spending that much on clothes they're not spending that much on entertainment and all of that and then go to your bank statement and you'll be amazed at how many direct debits and standing orders you know that you should have cancelled years ago that are still on there so any direct debit and standing order that you don't understand call the provider and find out what it's for if you don't need it anymore cancel it you know sometimes some services are duplicated so some people are paying for netflix and paying for amazon video amazon prime at the same time take out one of those you don't need both you know your mobile phone expenses you know um unlimited everything you do you really need that consider whether you need that or not you know if your mobile phone is up for renewal rather than getting a new phone why not get a cut on your mobile phone bill so look at all of that to try and see if you can bring your expenses down you know to make up for the 20 percent pay cut that you're um that you're having to um deal with at the moment you know and at the end of the day you find out that you would have done something you know so you can you can like i said earlier there are different options on how to get more money within your home or starting a new business or learning a new skill you know or you know cutting out your expenses and you know watching the pennies so that at the end of the day you don't end up in debt because if your income is less than your expenses, eventually you're going to end up in debt. I know a lot of credit card providers are writing to their customers and offering more credit. Um, I have a thing about debt. If it's not good debt, don't take it. So if you're, if you're using your credit card to pay your bills, that's not a good idea. If you're going to use your credit card, let it be that you're using it to invest in something that's going to pay off the debt and generate an income for you. If it's not doing any of those, then it's not, you know, it's not a good debt. So be weary of using your credit card, you know, and again, at the end of the day, it's going to increase, you know, the amount that you have to pay. There's also the issue of deferring or asking for a rent holiday or mortgage holiday or even an interest only mortgage and all of that the problem with that is you still have to pay that money back at the end of the holiday period and what some lenders might do is they might add it on to the term of your loan 
so if you still have a long term maybe 20 25 years left on your mortgage you wouldn't really notice the difference but if you only have maybe 10 five years left you might notice the difference so if you absolutely have to go for one of those options my suggestion would be rather than extending the amount why not extend the term unless you can afford it if you can afford the increased amount then that's fine if you can't afford it then extend the time but let's make sure that the only time you're asking for a holiday a rent holiday or a mortgage holiday is when you know you definitely cannot afford it let it be your last resort because any debt that you take on you would eventually have to pay and i know the the government has said lenders should not use any defaults or holidays you know in a way that would affect us adversely on our credit profile but the reality of it is it might not affect it so it might not affect your credit score but it will still be recorded so it will still be there it's still going to show that that payment for that month was not made but it might not affect affects the credit scoring but it will show so you might also want to consider that remember that the government doesn't own you know all this credit credit referencing agency they're just giving guidelines how the credit re- re- the credit referencing agency applied government guidance is is up to them and it's not an enforceable um guideline it's just a guideline they're just saying look help people but if 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 they decide that you know they don't want to help there's nothing you can do that the government isn't making it into a law so you need to be careful as well so even though the government is saying oh don't do it if they choose to do it there's nothing you can do about it so try as much as possible make sure you stay on top of your bills make sure you know you're looking at your income and how it's going to affect you you're looking at your expenditure and how it's going to affect you and another thing is um you might also want to consider if you can't afford the rent of the premises you're staying in you might want to consider moving to something cheaper so i'm told it's a renter's market so there are lots of properties that were being used for serviced accommodation before that have come back on the market because obviously there are not a lot of tourists around there are not a lot of contractors coming from out of town you know so those properties are there and the landlords are looking for income so it might be a good time maybe if the reason why you couldn't move before was because you couldn't afford the rent in the area that you wanted to move to why not go and check see whether you can get a discount on the rent maybe now you can afford to move so you might want to consider that as well um and yes you can move just because there's social distancing doesn't mean you can't move you can move because obviously the government has a duty to you know people that are homeless so there are a lot of homeless people that are being moved into accommodation so if you need to change your accommodation now might be a good time to consider that as well and then obviously we have your if you're financing your car if you're doing a um, higher purchase um depending on how far gone you you are you you can return the vehicle 
you know without too much of a penalty so if, i think within the first um half of the higher purchase agreement it depends from provider to provider but i think if you've paid less than 50 percent of the cost of the vehicle you can actually return it of course you won't get any money back but you can return it as long as when they value the vehicle it's more than the amount that you owe they can take the vehicle back off you if you're doing a pcp i think you can do the same as well there might be a bit of penalty to pay but again as long as the vehicle is valued more than what you owe they will take the vehicle back they might not be too happy to do it but i think they, they would rather do that than get nothing you know and then obviously the value of the vehicle runs down even more so you you might want to consider doing that as well rather than continuing to pay those commitments knowing fully well that you can't you can't afford them and so yeah you can do that with all your other commitments and loans you can rearrange the loan so you can say if you're paying a hundred pounds before you can decide well not that decide you can negotiate with your creditor and say look i can't afford a hundred pounds i can only afford 50 and hopefully they'll be reasonable and they will allow you pay the reduced amount so um in conclusion those are the things that you can do if you're being followed you know um try and prepare for the possibility that you might not have a job so look for work or retrain look at your income if you're not getting your 100 percent income you're getting 80 percent look at ways of increasing your income or look at ways of reducing your expenses or even do both and you know um try and deal with whatever credit or debt that you might have that you know could potentially become a problem I hope this has been very helpful, very useful for you. Um, share with your friends, with your family members, in your group, in your social media group, you know, and anyone you think that could benefit from this. You, again, if you have any questions and you, you want us to look into anything for you, let us know. And we'll see what we can do to help you. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Miss Yowete and this is the Money Matters Podcast.